You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. is a baseball town. Our secretary didn't have anybody on the phone. <laughs> there was nobody on the phone. They were just egging me along. So they bought a little short chubby guy in with the name Peters and put him <laughs> in my place and sent me to double A ball. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Diamonds Roses Podcast. As always, I am your host, Ben. This and I'm Dave. And, and uh, they've let us out of the boiler room, and we're actually outside today. Ben Where are we, Ben? We are at the Ridgefield Outdoor Recreation Complex in Ridgefield, Oregon, home of the Ridgefield Raptors. Gorgeous facility. Come out here and check it out. Yeah. Well, anyways, well, you're listening to the Diamonds and Roses Podcast. So uh, we're here today doing some special interviews, getting caught up with some of the Raptors and hearing about you know the, some of their career and but first of all we want to introduce you to our first guest it is brody barnum how are you doing today brody good thanks for having me guys cool thing is is you know we, we talk a lot about local area local area baseball uh which you know covering portland and southwest washington and this is a this is a kind of a special treat because because we got a true local here yeah skyview high yeah um, just less than 10 minutes down the road easy little trip right out the back door now, if I'm correct, you were a teammate of a previous guest that we had on, <laughs> Daniel Copeland. Yes, Copeland is one of my best friends going way back. He was, uh, he's pretty interesting. He's up at uh, Gonzaga now playing ball. And I know he's recovering from a you know shoulder injury. You know, it was really interesting to be able to talk to him, talk some Skyview high baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while we're on this subject, let's talk about you and Skyview. <laughs> um, uh, so... One of the interesting things I saw is that you you know you moved I believe moved to the area because your dad took a job at Portland State University yep, yep. as the head football coach. Yep. What was that like? Uh well, this was my second big move, so it, it, I don't want to say it was nothing new, but mm-hmm. it was another bump in the road of having to move to a new place, meet new people, make new friends, type thing, and it, it turned out to be one of my favorite experiences just because now i have lifelong friends yeah. your, your dad's again. bruce barnum yep yeah who, yep. who kind of uh portland state football was was teetering on the edge of going away <laughs> and he he kind of pulled it out of the ashes there yeah, and as a portland state alum i i owe him a debt of gratitude for that so mm-hmm. thanks to thank you to your dad yeah. for buying <laughs> us at least a, say thank you <laughs> buying us at least another decade that yeah. was a that fun, was awesome that was a fun year and he's actually going to be here tonight at the game I oh just, no way I, I just put him down for tickets but cool oh, he, he always hangs out way out in the outfield away from everyone so, so yeah, maybe we'll have to go grab your dad <laughs> yeah that's out. probably yeah. the last thing he'd want yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting going to be hectic in about a month i know yeah so brody you were a two-sport athlete at uh skyview right I was, yep. I played uh, football and baseball. Uh-huh. You were a quarterback in football? was a quarterback, yeah. So do you think that playing both uh, baseball and football, you know, just helped you with, like, velocity with baseball at all? 100%. I mean, 
everyone always talks about having an off season, mm-hmm. uh, doing different exercises to build arm strength. Well, mine was throwing a football. Yeah. And obviously, football is bigger than a baseball, and mm-hmm. I definitely think that contributes. And as well as being a multi-sport athlete, there's no going wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So when you senior year and you're weighing, do I want to continue playing football or do I want to play uh, continue playing baseball? What factors were there, and how did that whole deal come around? It was completely left up to me, and going into my senior season of football, uh, I, I knew that baseball was going to be my choice, yep. and what kind of made that decision uh, final is just when I got out to Washington State and fell in love with the campus, fell in love with everything about the place, and I knew that baseball is going to be my sport, and this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So your team finished third in the state uh, your senior year. Mm-hmm. You were a 4A All-State uh, by Washington Baseball Coaches Association, Regional Player of the Year by the Columbian. Uh, so, that you know, that's really cool. I mean, pretty phenomenal. Um, your dad said this of you in an article that I read. He <laughs> says he plays the sport. He plays for the love of the sport. Yep. Um, I don't think there's ever been a moment where I let pressure or anything else around me bury me or mm-hmm. <clears throat> turn it into a burden. It's always just been a game and something you can always look forward to coming to the park. What, what parts, what specific parts of baseball make that a passion of yours? God, just when you score up a baseball hitting, that's one of the best feelings in the world. When you're pitching and strike out a guy, I mean, there's no better, better feeling. Mm -hmm. And just, just the little things like summer ball, especially is a time when you come together with a group of 30 guys who you've never met before. And in two months, you become best friends. And yeah. just being able to come to the yard with these guys and, and experience that is something you'll never forget. Yeah. Very cool. Speaking of teammates, you know, and you're talking about camaraderie, uh, Daniel said to this of you, Brady is the type of teammate anyone wants. Um, and, and then you said, my teammates help me to set goals and push me to do my best. Mm-hmm. And Copeland was one of those guys the whole time. He, he was the goofball. Mm-hmm. He was always the goofball, but he's always pushing you to get better in subtle ways that yeah. you, d- you don't really see. And it, it definitely pushed me to be my best. And I hope that uh, he says the same about uh, what I was able to help him with. And mm-hmm. now we're both playing Division One baseball and living, living yeah. out our dreams. So Very cool. why Washington State? <laughs> uh I remember I got on campus. I'm not a city guy. I hate the city. Rural, dude. I, I yeah. hate the city. Mm-hmm. And that's why Ridgefield is one of my favorite places on earth. But I hate the city. And when I got out to Washington State, I was like, there's nothing out here. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing out here except mm-hmm. the campus. And just being able to walk around and kind of see that and feel that. And then going out to my first football game, I was like, wow, like, this is the environment I want to grow up in. Spend mm-hmm. four years and get my education and yeah it might not be the place i end up living for the rest of my life but it's definitely the pit stop i wanted yeah washington state by all accounts is the university that's on the up and up and like every single you know basically uh type of type of deal i mean all i hear is how uh, people talk about how great a university it has become Mm -hmm. in terms of the investment Mm -hmm. in it and you know, my daughter's a college age kid. She's she's going into her senior year, and a lot of her friends are choosing Washington State. Great school, 
just just everything. There's been just a lot of commitment to making it a great school all around. So yeah, sure you have a good time. Th- there's not a single person I know who is a Coug and doesn't love it there. I nah. mean, you wear a sweatshirt with the Cougar head on it, and you're walking down the airport in Florida, and you'll you'll get a go Cougs. I mean, it's we're, awesome. We're, we're one big family, and no one's pushed away. No one's left out. It's all always a, a family. It, we're just one big family. Yeah. Is, the best way to put it. Very so what's cool. the Pac-12 competition experience been like um, moving from where you were at in high school to the Pac-12 and getting to compete against like you know, Oregon States and, you know, those other teams that are out there? Well, it was definitely a jump. I mean, in, in my opinion, Pac-12 pitching is the best pitching in college baseball. Yep. I mean, we face guys from Luke Heimlich to uh, – Jack Little from Stanford, all Americans, first round draft picks. There's there's not a single guy on any team who you don't say, oh, he he's just another guy. It's, everyone's a dude. Everyone was a dude in high school. And now they they keep improving and developing and mm-hmm. can move on to the major league level. Mm-hmm. So you got a new coach coming in, uh, Brian Green. Yep, have New Mexico, you, New Mexico State. Yep. Yeah, have you talked to Coach Green at all? I have. I was actually on campus when uh, they hired him. I was finishing up a summer class, and uh, me and another player were back there, and we're the first uh, to meet him and kind of hear his philosophy. And I, I can't be more excited to get back and get to work. I mean, mm-hmm. Just the energy he brought, just in the few minutes we were talking is – something you want to get behind yeah when are you uh when are you getting back on campus to start you know getting back into everything i'll, I'll be back august 1st okay um, oh, they start classes early no we don't start until the 19th but uh our pitching coach anthony claggett is uh pitched for the yankees and asked a couple of us to come back uh and get some extra work in before uh everything kind of gets rolling so <laughs> not I, much not much of a break after this yeah. season. I, I jumped at that opportunity just because mm-hmm. of his uh, what what he's done. I mean, he has a World Series ring with the Yankees. He, yeah, he, what are you gonna do, right? He's pitched yeah. with Mariano Rivera. I mean, just the things that you can learn from him in this yeah. short amount of time, or you, you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So, uh, you just literally got off the bus, like <laughs> as we're recording this. So it, it's uh, it, it's July 11th. On July 10th, you were playing in Victoria, British Columbia. Yep. So you're you're looking at a big drive from bc all the way down here you guys had to spend the night take a ferry after the a 14 morning. inning game <laughs> after a 14 after a inning game. Nuts. Yep. how are you feeling i that's feel pretty good summertime minor league ball right yeah, there that's exactly what that's it summertime is. minor and league ball to be honest i feel pretty good mm-hmm. um i thought i would be tired i didn't sleep at all on the bus but we got to the field the great people here had us some food all cooked up and uh-huh. ready to go and now we're just going to go with the show and go. No batting practice. We're just going to go right for on. It. Just so going to go for it. So what you're saying is you don't need the Crash Davis to get you a rain out. Right. Jeez. No. Not this time. <laughs> may, may, I'll let you know in two weeks after an, another couple of weeks of baseball. Did you guys swing it last night pretty well? or we, It was up and down. I mean, was it? We, had, we came out hot. Then we had a, almost nine innings of slow baseball but then we picked it up again at mm-hmm. the end of the game and mm-hmm. 14 innings it's almost two games it's a it was a roller coaster yeah. marathon so what's this west coastal league experience been like for you so far i love it i mean same type of thing you're seeing different guys from all over the country rather than just seeing your pack 12 guys every day and competitions both up and down and uh there's never a person that doesn't want to compete. So you're mm-hmm. always getting better. You're always uh, making memories and having fun. What's uh, what's one thing that you've 
maybe learned so far playing here with with your team currently? It's a grind. Mm-hmm. It is a grind, like you guys said, like a long bus ride, just getting off and playing a game. <clears throat> the, the you definitely make the most of the downtime you have. Right. The the little moments of rest that you can have and. This is exactly what we all want to do. This is what we want to make our future in minor league and major league baseball. They're playing every day, 162 games. So it, this you is just you got to the, embrace the grind. This is embracing the grind and yep. getting ready for hopefully to experience that at the next level. Yeah, in the military we call embrace the suck. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> that, of it. Yeah. That, yeah, perfect. That's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> so uh, other than that, you know, the transition to a different league. What's it like for you transitioning from a aluminum bat to a wooden bat? Oh, yeah. Interesting question. It makes mistakes that you make in college, they kind of blow up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. now, now you get jammed. Instead of blooping that ball over the shortstop, you're losing a bat. Right. The sweet spot's a lot smaller. <laughs> yeah. Very small sweet spot. But then when you do connect, it goes a lot longer. Does it? Yeah. And that feeling of hitting a wood bat right on the sweet spot is the best feeling in the world, in huh. my opinion. And, and I got to imagine the sound is oh, way nicer. Uh, oh, yeah. just the crack of the wood. There's, yeah. I can't imagine anything better. Cool. <laughs> well, um, you know, it sounds like, you know, everything's going well for you this year in the league. Um, before we get into my little segment that I like to call uh, three random questions, um, what's what's one thing you're going to be able to take away from this summer season that you're going to be able to transition and ex- and share with your teammates when you get back to Wizzy? Uh, going back to the grind, like enjoying the little things. Mm-hmm. There, there's never a moment where you're not working to be better. And especially now when you're tired, you're down from a long road trip, but just being able to say, you know what, like, forget this like 10 years from now we're gonna look back and be like oh i wish i could still do this i wish i could still do that but Mm -hmm. make the most of it while you can and i know i only have two more years left at washington state so i'm gonna try and do that especially with the new coach coming in and uh the excitement that's kind of building around getting some new facilities for us out there too it's Mm -hmm. i'm just not gonna let anything left to question yeah all right so we're gonna to get to our segment. We like to call three random questions. We'll be we'll be easy on you. But the the purpose of these random questions is to get to know you a little bit better. Other than gotcha. you know these questions that we have now. So my first question for you is: What would you pick? Being a world class attract, being world class attractive, a genius, or famous for doing something great? Mm. I'd say a genius. Uh, you can be famous for doing something great. Like nowadays, we have Twitter and mm-hmm. right. all those things. You can fame is a weird you, thing you, now. You can, you can yeah. be famous for all of thirty seconds, but yeah. if you're a genius, you can be smart with everything you do in life, mm-hmm. make the right decisions, and kind of set yourself up for a future. Okay, and, and hopefully, yeah. Being attractive would be nice, but that that only goes so far. <laughs> You're not gonna be a Kardashian, are you? No way, no, no way. <laughs> All right, next question: it, What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Mm. Remember, this is a family show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a change switch now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no going into locker rooms. Uh, yeah. I try and sneak somewhere like you're not supposed to, like. Fort Knox. 
Uh-huh. Something cool like that, or even Area 51, you know? Oh, like, there you go. Someplace no one's ever gone. There's always mm-hmm. a little, like, theories about what's actually there, but getting into somewhere, like, high security that... Area 51. You'd, okay. you'd never know about. Okay. We'll go into a more of a serious question now. <laughs> what accomplishment are you most proud of? Mm. This isn't even my accomplishment. It's my little brother. Um, a couple days ago, uh, my little brother committed to be a Washington State Coug too. No oh, way. He's going to play baseball up there. And, Very cool. Uh, for me, the accomplishment was just being able to share my experiences with him and have him fall in love enough with the place that he said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a Coug too. That's awesome. Wow. Make it easy on your folks, too. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was definitely it's, a cool moment when he told me he was going to do that. Well, that's really awesome. Well, uh, Brody, thanks for coming on the Appreciate show. Appreciate it. Thanks for time. having me, guys. Yeah. This was uh, so- sorry for ruining your warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to go down and chuck out a beer. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> just get ready to go. Show yeah. and go. Summer All ball. right. Well, hey, good luck uh, with the rest of the season, and uh, we look forward to catching back up with you maybe sometime after your, your next season with Wazoo. So we'll uh, thanks a lot. We'll Thank take you care. Guys. And yep. go uh, Cougs and go Vikes. Go yeah. Cougs. All right. Yeah. We'll take a quick word from our sponsor. Have a great one. Sick of overpriced apparel and equipment? Looking for a company who prides themselves in quality products and services? Look no further than our friends at Hit Factory Athletics. Created by a pro ball player, born purely from the love of the game, they exist to serve players and fans of the game. Take it from me, Ben. Hit Factory Athletics prides itself in quality and service. Head on over and check them out at www.hitfactoryathletics.com. That's www.hitfactoryathletics.com. At checkout, enter promo code DRPODCAST. That is D-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and receive a 10% discount upon checkout. Join the legends with Hit Factory Athletics. All right, we're back. And right now we are with Cameron Rapetti, number six. One of the, the younger, one of the, one of the younger members of the Raptors. Yeah, uh, he's given up a little bit of his warm up time to join us, so we appreciate that. Yeah, after a fourteen hour, fourteen inning game last night and a long in, bus ride in Canada, <laughs> it was how, it was brutal. How was the uh, the ferry ride over? Ferry ride was uh. It was pretty sweet. We saw a couple whales, so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Uh, the bus ride was long. Did you have your harpoon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm I joking. Car- <laughs> I carried it in my bag. Oh, he carried your bag. What yeah. about your fishing rod, too, you yeah. know? Yep. <laughs> yep, my fishing rod. So not. how long were you in BC? How long were you guys in BC? Uh, Four days. Four days, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Cameron, you come from uh, California, uh, Cypress High School. Um, my understanding is that you're the 2019 All County Baseball Player of the Year in Orange County, and somebody would told me even the state of California. I, yeah, I got California State Player of the Year as well. So. Wow! Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was a pretty cool award to get. So. What was that feeling like? It's just, I mean, it's pretty surreal. California's humongous, and to did, be the one guy is pretty amazing. Did you make a huge leap between your junior and senior year in terms of, or were you kind of heading that direction? Or was there a, a huge up curve then between um, your junior and senior year? I mean, I've always been, uh, I've been blessed to be pretty talented on the yeah. field. It was more of uh, coming into my own as a leader. Oh, okay. So that that kind of the intangibles. My, the intangibles. Let's talk about that, that that you coming into your own as a leader. What was the what was the biggest thing that you worked on from a leadership standpoint? Um, it was kind of like we knew that our team was supposed to be really good, mm-hmm. um, but there's only so 
talent can only take you so far. And uh, I just knew that if I wanted to, if we wanted to go and win the state championship like we did, that I was going to have to uh, become a better leader and push everybody every day in practice and mm-hmm. give our give our best every game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it worked out. Yeah. So you uh, you're a pitcher. Uh, you pitch for your team. Um, you say this about yourself. I always go into a, s- a start thinking that no one is going to hit me, and if I could just make my pitches. Is that a high school quote? Yeah. Where did that mentality come? I mean, I've had that forever. Just knowing that if I do what I do, what I know I can do, then uh, nobody's gonna be able to hit me. So, what would you say is your best pitch? Um, my fastball and my slider. What are you throwing at? Um, I've been up to 93, but only like twice. So I'm consistently 90, 91. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Yeah. yeah. What would you say, um, you know, what would you say has been your best game? Like my best game? Yeah. <sighs> Ever? Mm-hmm. Um, probably the semifinal, uh, game to Senesis State. I, uh, I came on in relief and threw five innings and I hit a, hit the go ahead double. To, uh, Very cool! Wow, I mean that was just kind of like a clutch moment, not my best game. But are you are you hitting up here then? Uh yeah, I'm actually hit, hitting. I'm not pitching up here. I'm only. Playing. Oh really? Yeah. So okay. next year, next year at uh, Cal State Fullerton, I'm gonna play third base. I'm are you really? Pitch. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. It's so a great program really good, at Fullerton. Yeah. Great program. You had a really good pitching record uh, this year in high school. You were 11 and one. You had a 1.21 ERA. You had 93 strikeouts. You only had 12 walks in 86 and two third innings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. That's that's a big reason why I'm not throwing up here as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, I just do so much. But, I mean, it's what we had to do to to win. So You're also a pretty good hitter, too. 39 <laughs> hits, 26 RBIs. You had a 371 batting average. And it says you only struck out not seven times in 124 <laughs> plate appearances. Yeah. What are you doing? Just scaring people? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. How is your batting eye? Has that improved as you got older in terms of uh, I like picking that. up pitches out, pitches yeah. out of the hand and angles? And I like to say so, but um, I mean, I'm striking out a bunch up yeah. here, but it's just an adjustment period. Are you hitting um, good off speed up here? Are you able to get it? Yeah, I, oh, I, yeah. Um, I got better at hitting off speed my senior year because uh-huh. everybody just they only threw me off speed. So sure. I mean, if I wanted to hit, I had to learn how to mm-hmm. hit the off speed, which is so, good preparing yeah, you, you know, preparing me yeah. for the next level, yeah. the fastball and the curveball and stuff like that, but. Yeah. At what Very point cool. did you know, or did you get a call saying, "Hey, Cameron, we want you to come play for the West Coast League Ridgefield Raptors"? Uh, I think when I went on my official visit to Fullerton, um, they kind of told me what the plan was for me in the summer, mm-hmm. and uh, they told me I was going to go play in the West Coast League, and then it was going to be for a new team, play for a Coach Coda, and uh, he didn't reach he didn't reach out until about a month before we had to come out here. So okay, that's when I like that was my first contact with him and. Stuff like that, but I already knew I was coming to Ridgefield, and I was following them on Twitter, so I was getting all my. Is it? Was that your first time info. in the area? Yeah, coming I've, out here. I've been to Seattle one time. That okay, was it. okay, gotcha. Uh, so, what's the experience been like so far from you switching from aluminum to metal, uh, from aluminum to wooden bat? Oh, uh, it's actually pretty easy because um, in the summertime I've always swung wood, so it's not like a first time thing for me. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I, I think I like wood better. Yeah, just, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I just, I like it more. What was it we heard? So, so the sweet spot's smaller, but it's also there's a lot more pop when, you do, more, when you do squared up. A lot more pop, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So one of the interesting things that uh, 
that I've seen so far. You you hit a sole home run in the eighth inning of a game to give the team its first victory in the WCL over the Yakima Pippins. What was that feeling like? I was I remember that game. I was I was kind of struggling. I think it was like 0 for 4. They brought me to pitch in the eighth. I gave up uh, I gave up a home run in the top of the eighth mm-hmm. to, to blow the lead or not to blow the lead to break the tie. So we were losing two one. I came up with a guy in first and hit a two run shot to put us ahead, and then I closed awesome. it out. So what were you thinking coming up to that bat? Just drive a ball into the gap and try to tie the game up, and mm-hmm. uh, caught it out in front, hit it over left center for a two run shot, and we ended up winning. So. Did he get it right in the sweet spot? Right in the sweet spot. Awesome. I knew it was gone right when I hit it. It was that's cool. Were you like flipping the bat? Yeah, like, I was so, game I was, over, baby. I was so pumped. I hit it. I hit it in the straight. Yeah. I, was, I was so pumped. So that you is, got you got to know some of the. Uh, some of the younger kids, the, the, some of the guys, young guys your age, because you know it's pretty. You got a couple year year age difference with some of these guys. Yeah, and you've you've gotten along pretty well with them and got to know some of the other kids just out of high school. Yeah, that been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bus really rides, good. figuring out Bus, how to entertain yes. yourself. Yes, it's just every all these guys um, that have already been in college. They all know what the bus rides are like. So I'm I'm here. I have no idea what this is like. So uh, it's definitely a learning experience for mm-hmm. uh, when I get to campus in the fall. Yeah. Have you learned what what are you learning right now from these guys who've played in college? Just how to go about my business, how to act on the road, what you need to do to prepare and just the everyday things. That's got to be a big shift from high school. Yeah, huge. I'm a high school teacher. I yeah. imagine that's a big shift. Playing yeah. 7 days a week compared to 2 or 3. Oh yeah. How to treat your body, how to fix it, how to just make sure you're you're healthy for those 7 days. Mhm. So Right now, according to some of the stats, you're tied with the team with Michael Hicks for RBIs, and uh, also your second in at bats, hits, doubles, and home runs, and you're ninth in the league for RBIs. That's pretty phenomenal. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. So I was just looking up some of the stats today, like figuring out you know where some of the players were at, and you know when uh, Gus told us we'd be able to talk, sit down, and talk with you, and. I hear you all the time because I listen to it on, uh, you know, fa- watch it on Facebook mm-hmm. or listen to the live stream yeah. and Cameron Rapetti. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I'd be interesting to meet him. And then I got to walk, looking at you uh, online and looking at some of your background. And I saw some of these stats. I'm like, wow. I mean, you play 29, 28 games. You have 119 at bats. Um, you know, you got a 227 batting average, 26 hits, five doubles, three home runs. Um, you scored thir- about 13 times. I know it's a lot of stats. I yeah. love stats. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I would say, you know, from that transition from high school to where you're at, because you're you're batting against collegiate-level mm-hmm. players. That's probably the biggest difference is facing these collegiate pitchers. Quality um, arms. Quality yeah. arms. Every, every arm's oh, a quality man. arm. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, when you hear a guy's committed, it's like, oh, my gosh, we're facing a committed guy. All these guys that we're facing, they've all been committed. Now they're actually at the school, and it's just every guy's a dude out here. So, um, I started off really hot. I'm kind of in a little slump right now. So, hopefully, I can. Well, this podcast is good luck. We yeah. like yeah. to think that it's we're, good yeah, luck. It's good yeah. luck yeah. podcast for you. I'll come yeah. to you guys after tonight's game. Hopefully, yeah. some good luck. Cool. Exactly. You know, we'll take a home run ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no the pressure Colum- there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, looking at some other things, the Columbia said you're one of three players on this team in the first half that been key. Um, you know, you, you hit a pinch hit game tying grand slam, uh, a three run game winning home run, and a home run to win the game. I mean, some of the stuff that they talked about. So you're 
uh, things that you've been able to accomplish uh, just this year alone in that short time. Yeah, pretty fortunate. Lucky. Probably doesn't feel like a short time. No, it does not feel like a short time, um, but it's fortunate um, to be able to have the opportunity to play out here. I love mm-hmm. it. Root Shield's pretty awesome. It's a lot different than uh, what I was expecting. Well, yeah, it was different than what I expected, too. Yeah, I it's nice. It was a small town, just mm-hmm. population like 400 people, and mm-hmm. it's huge. And I, my host family's fantastic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Can I, one, one question before we get into our final three questions for you to get to know you a little better. Um, you know, we took it, it's all AstroTurf, like the field. Oh, the um, place perfect. It's amazing. You, do you like that better than dirt? Yeah. I, I've always wanted to know that. Yeah. Why, I like why is that the case? Um, just everything just plays true. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in the hot corner. Uh, hot I mean, corner. That, everything it's a little safer. Yes, a little it's, safer it's in the hot corner. definitely safer than some of the fields we've been playing at. Um, but, I mean, I, I hear uh, in Arizona, there's a couple uh, turf fields that everybody hates, or the guys that are from Arizona, like, yeah, we hate playing on that because it gets so hot. Mm. But here it doesn't get yeah, too hot, so right. it's perfect. As of yet, anyways. Not, not yet, not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at our point in our podcast in the in the interview where we ask you three random questions, and I, you know we we'll keep it PG. Okay. <laughs> Good. I was getting nervous. <laughs> um, what is your favorite baseball movie or book? My favorite baseball movie's got to be uh, The Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What is about what's about The Sandlot? Just because of the the history with it? Just best friends getting together and playing the sport they all love and. My favorite scenes probably when they're playing on the Fourth of July. Yeah, we were fortunate to be able to do that um, out in Bend. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I always wanted to play on the Fourth, and I was able to do it. That's a night. cool, cool nice. town to play in too. Bend's yes. an awesome Bend city. Awesome. And Bend's then the an fireworks awesome after the game too, probably. Yeah, well, I didn't like uh, hitting in the ninth inning with uh, fireworks going off. <laughs> oh in the parking lot. no, that was so hard. That's crazy. Oh, fireworks man. going off in the parking lot. And that was probably the toughest at bat I've ever had. I imagine. It wow. Just. Yeah, but no, it was pretty awesome. All right, next question. If you could be a cartoon character, who would it be? I'd be a cartoon character? I don't watch a lot of cartoons, so I don't know. Cartoon character. You just say, like, Superman. Super Batman. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Eugene M. Krabs. Uh, Iron Man. Ooh, there you go. All right, there you go. All right, last question, and we'll let you go. If they make a major league, if they make a movie about you, okay, who are you getting to play you? Who am I getting to play me? Yeah. Oh, Mike Trout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his, he's, that's his next career. His next that's career, career yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yes. He's going to come out just to play me. Yeah. So I'm going to break all his records when I get to the majors. Oh, there you go. There you go. Heard it here first. <laughs> all right, Dad. All right, Cameron. Well, we really, really appreciate you being able to take a little time to talk to us. Um, congratulations on your high school career. Congratulations so far on what you've been able to accomplish here in the West Coast League. Hey, man, we wish you nothing but the best of luck moving forward and, and finishing out your year here and then when you go to Cal State Fullerton. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys yeah. for having me. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. As always, I'm Ben. And I'm Dave. All right. You take care. Have a great day wherever you're at. And peace, peace out. out. Yeah, dude. Sweet. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, no. Thanks for coming on. You did great. Thank you. Yep. Cool.